0: Welcome to my writing realm. My name is Tanya Stephenson and I'm a self-published author. To find out more information about me and my publications, please check out my website at Episode 20. When this is released, it will be officially the last day of NanoRimo of 2021. How did you do? Well, overall my progress has been a roller coaster. Some days I wrote 4000 words and on other days I wrote nothing at all. But regardless of how slow my progress has been, I never gave up the entire time. What I am most happy about is the decision to write short stories like a rebel. Well, while I record this, it is day 26, and I have finished an entire rough draft, which is about 11,000 words short story about the beginning of the forest of Elganthus, which is my high fantasy world, which you might have heard me mention before. I also planned three podcast episodes and started five other short stories. Now, that wasn't my original plan, to start that many stories and not finish them. And also, the podcast episodes, maybe I shouldn't have included them in my nano count, but as I was kind of considering the fact that all of these short stories were being included in my nano word count, I decided I would also include the podcast planning in the word count. Don't know if it was the right decision or not. I trusted my my instincts, and at no point did I feel completely stressed out or unable to write anything, which I have felt in other years. If I ever stalled out on a story and had no ideas for my current projects, I simply started a new one to keep the creative juices flowing. And you know what? It kind of worked. I absolutely loved working on more than one project at one time. Are all of those projects going to be done by the end of Nano? Absolutely not, but I got more words done, I've got projects on the go, I'm moving forward, and really, to me, that's all that matters. But what's next for me after Nano is done? Well, first, the obvious, I'm going to take a damn break from writing. December, for me, is going to be a time to spend with family, get some rest, And it will also be time for reflection on my author business so far and make plans and set goals for 2022. Now, one of my plans for 2021 was to get a novel done and released, and that didn't happen. But I've decided, again, one of my goals is to set aside working on and stressing about a full-length novel I might still work on it in the background, but my goals for the publishing aspect of things is going to continue to be short stories. One short story released every three months, a quarterly release, and hopefully I can get into like a regular rhythm. So I release these short stories every year. And if it works, again, I'll do it for NaNo next year. So after my rest, reflection, goal setting, and family time, I'm going to work on documenting any remaining expenses and income for my author business because let's face it, come February next year, in February 2022, I'm going to have to make sure I'm all ready for my income tax. I do all of my income income tax filing myself. And then in either late December or early January, I'll get my living undiagnosed story formatted and ready for publication, which includes hiring a cover designer. Let me repeat that, a cover designer. Then next, I'll start self-editing my Elgantha short story that I wrote during Nano, and hopefully by spring, I'm hoping, it'll be ready for publication as well. So if I can get my Living Undiagnosed short story ready for January, that will give me two and a half to three months to get my my Elgantha short story ready, And in the meantime, while I'm waiting for the editing and peer edits and stuff like that to come back, I can also be working on the next short story that I want to release three months after that. So crossing fingers that this works. The rest, honestly, I'm leaving up to chance. And whatever I, whatever goals I make for 2022, I'll try my best to achieve those goals. Now, one thing that I am concerned about is my podcast. Now, my goal with this podcast was to uh, make my life a little bit easier. Now, I'm paying for an annual membership with Podbean, which is a great company to work with. But because of YouTube changing their terms and service, I can no longer get these episodes automatically uploaded to YouTube. However, this was one of my biggest selling points for joining Podbean and getting a paid account is that my episodes automatically go to YouTube, which saves me a ton of time. I don't have to sit there, record a video, edit it, and upload it and do all the descriptions and everything. I can record my podcast directly on my phone, do all the editing on the phone, do the description and schedule the upload directly from my phone app. And then all I have to do is make my YouTube thumbnail design. And then on YouTube, I just have to upload the thumbnail once the video is released. But lately, I've been finding that my po- my podcast episodes are not automatically uploading to YouTube anymore. So then I've been contacting customer service and saying, "Hey, Why isn't my podcast uploading to YouTube anymore? Can you please do this for me? And they've done it for me two or three times, but now they're recommending that I export the video file myself from the Podbean dashboard and save it on my computer and then upload it to YouTube myself because of YouTube's terms of service. And I'm not really impressed with this. I know it's not Podbean's fault. I love Podbean. They've been great to work with. Customer service is wonderful. But why am I paying $110 to $120, whatever it is, every year for them to not do what I wanted them to do? So this is one of the things that I'm going to be thinking about in December. Do I keep going with this podcast? I'm really interested in your feedback. Do you find these podcast episodes, whether you're listening to it on Podbean or you're listening to it on YouTube, do you find that these are valuable or should I just forget about the podcast and go straight with sticking with YouTube? Thanks for listening to that. All right. Today's writing prompt is simple. If you've committed to NaNoWriMo, give yourself a pat on the back for how much work you've accomplished. Even if you haven't reached that 50,000 word marker, you are still very successful because whatever you've written, you didn't have before NaNo, so good job. If you didn't do NaNoWriMo this year or you didn't make it and you decided to pull out for whatever personal reasons you may have had make a list of the accomplishments you are most proud of from 2021. This will help you feel positive about where you are at now and have you looking ahead at the future. Well, that is it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I look forward to talking with you next time. Have a great day, afternoon, evening, night, or whatever, and happy writing!